Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. Like God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I'm not going to name names, no. Ooh. Uh-uh. But this person, they've had this, <laughs> I don't even want to give gender. This person, they've had this job for a week. They're quitting today. Ooh, this is someone you know? Uh, somebody I know, yeah. Had a job for a week and are already walking away. When you have a job for a week, a week, do you still have to give two weeks notice? Or <laughs> like if- I think when it's only a week, I think you can just go, look, I don't think you can just completely walk away from your responsibilities. You accepted the job, but I think a day is fine. If it's only been one week, be like, look, this is not for me. I'm outie. I don't think I've ever given up a job that fast. What is the, what's the shortest amount of time? <sighs> I think the very first radio job I have was my shortest one. How long was that? I think I was there for three weeks. Then I was like, whew, this place is a mess. Where was that? Name names. (laughs) I probably shouldn't. No. I did three months once. And that's when I was living in Saskatoon. And my roommates and I, we went out to Victoria just for a vacation. And I walked into a radio station there that was down the base. Did I tell this story? It was in the basement of a sketchy hotel, downtown Victoria. But I was blinded by the West Coast lights. Mm. And I had a demo tape in my backpack, and I went in, and I asked to see the program director. He listened to my tape, and he said, sure, you're hired. So I quit my job over the phone back in Saskatoon, and I just stayed in Victoria. It sucked so bad. Ooh, Not Victoria, but that radio. It was terrible. That particular job didn't work out? Oh, and then three months in, not quite three months in, I got a phone call from Saskatoon, and they're like, hey, do you want to come back? Yes. So I did, and I did not give two weeks notice. I did, but about a week in, uh, the program director said, oh, there's a good chance your check might not be ready by the time you're done. So I walked right then and there, and I never did get paid. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's a nice little wrinkle on that one. So. So not only did the job stink, but you didn't get paid either. Uh-huh. Wow. You know, well, I mean, you should pay people for their work, but also I quit not even three months in. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think my first one, I think I was three weeks into the job when I realized I needed out. I think it, I think in the end, including the two weeks I gave, I think I lasted six yeah. before I moved on to the next one. So that's probably the shortest. There's probably been ones I've had where... I think I want it out immediately. Like this one? (laughs) No, wait, really? I'll never tell. (gasps) That pause said it all. No, I think more like the jobs I had in high school. Oh, like, oh, this will be sweet. Then you get there and it's not so sweet. No, it's just garbage. But you need the money and you're in grade 11. So what are you going to (laughs) do? 
not like it, it's not like the world's your oyster at, at that age. <laughs> yeah, you don't have um, you don't have a lot of high powered connections. No, when you're in grade eleven, people weren't banging on the door to hire old Bryce when yeah. he was in grade eleven. I see he's got movie ex- movie theater experience that translates well to the corporate world. Yeah, that was a job that didn't pan out the way I thought it would. But I was there for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Quitting after a week though. Is there a good reason for it? Yes, but I won't go into okay. details. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, that's pretty quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would be weird if you did give two weeks notice. Can you imagine if you were at a place and you were a week in and you gave your notice, like, I'm out of here, and they planned a lunch for you? Can you? How awkward would that be? Oh, yeah, they give you a farewell. Oh, a gift. That'd be really weird. Stay in touch. We're going to miss you. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. You know who's not full of quitters? Who? Lube City. Oh, I was going to say. Those people, they get those jobs, boy, and they hang on to them. They hang on tight with both hands because they're passionate about lubrication. They love it. Yes. They love it so much. And not just lubrication, tires. You need tires? Go talk to Lube City. They can help you out. They're on the internet, too. All over the place. They Sophisticated. Got tw- yeah. They have 27 Alberta locations, and you can find the one nearest you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. Breaking news, it's cold outside. It sure is. It's ugly, gross, disgusting cold, and it feels like uh, none of us are handling it that well. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello, what's going on? Hi, Garner. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you? Well, it's 40 below zero. I'm not doing that great. Well, it's 40 below and I don't give a f***. Got a heater in my truck and I'm off to the rodeo. Come on, everybody. And it's Alabama left and Alabama right. Come on. Okay, enough. Get off stage, That will be enough of that. Okay, so when is it, like, I'm really, honestly, I work for the hospital. So when is it appropriate to wear a toque? Work. <laughs> hey, the hipsters will tell you it's okay to wear a toque in the middle of summer when it's 32 degrees Celsius. I mean, you wear a hip... Creeper. Like, you... I, I really want to do that today. Oh, f- of course. Or, oh, are you worried it's going to, you're going to get toque hair, toque head? Well, no, I, you know... I, I wear a top knot all the time, mm-hmm. but uh, and and that's not good enough. But I want to wear toque and ponytails. But I'm not sure that you're allowed to wear a hat at work. I think that when it's minus forty, I yeah. think whatever you need to do to stay warm at work, like if your if your employer isn't providing you with the heat you need to do your job, you need to provide your own heat. And if that means wearing a toque, boo, so be it. I think so, too. That is so, the law. Do, do, I, do I have the Garner and Bryce, like, thumbs up for wearing a toque today? Yes, you do. Oh, hooray. Hooray. Oh, yes, this is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Somebody had called in and said uh, she works in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And said, is it appropriate to wear a toque to work? Mm, interesting. And I think this person, I think we've spoken to be. She works in administration, not... Okay, she's yeah. not a... Yeah. Your chest cavity isn't wide open. Yeah, and she's, she's just got, elbows you know, deep in your body. A, with a pom-pom on her head and bon <laughs> 
but no, I think that if it's if it's cold and your employer isn't providing you the heat you need to do your job, then yeah, wear a toque. Yeah, I see no problem with that. Yeah. As long as, you know, you're not a surgeon. Yeah, exactly. I'd feel weird. Then wear that surgeon cap, but maybe just put a little pom-pom on the top of it. So it looks like a toque. That'd be charming, <laughs> wouldn't it? Uh, somebody had said, uh, a teacher friend and I have a colleague that wears a toque year-round. And of course, I wrote back and I'm like, even when it's scorching hot out? And they said, yes, so gross. Well, we have a colleague that does that. Oh, do we? Hang on a second. Let's turn off our microphones for a minute. Oh, no need. It's Lane Mitchell. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. (laughs) (laughs) That guy wears a toque year-round. I saw him. God, where was I? He showed up one day and he didn't have a hat on of any kind. And I didn't... If it wasn't from the fact that he's like a a freak of nature, like he's, he's absolutely just chiseled out of stone, I wouldn't have recognized him. And I see that guy every single day. But I don't see him without a hat on. Yeah, he's a toque man. He's a toque man. Yeah. Okay. He's not going to be cold today. No. I don't know. Wear, to- wear whatever you want. Like, if your office is cold and they give you grief about it, say, get me some heat then. Yeah, when the mi- wind chill is minus 40, you do... That's a... You got carte blanche, mm-hmm. I believe is the phrase. I'm old enough to remember the one-piece ski suits from back in the 80s. The sun ice ones, Ooh, bright yes. neon colors. Wear that to work today. Maybe you're um, a psychologist. Just wear that today. Say it's cold in here. I do like the idea of people with super professional jobs. Wearing the one-piece ski suit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Well, you know what? Today on Could You Pull It Off, the 1980s one-piece ski, ski suit. Man, could you pull that off, Bryce? Never been a fan of the one-piece thing. Could I pull it off? Obviously. You think? Oh, yeah. Pop that collar? I'm sure I wouldn't look weird and out of place at all. Yeah, I don't know. I I believe that if you're young and hip, yeah, you can pull it off. But if you're a guy like me that lived through the 80s when those things were a big deal, no. Because I would just look like a guy that never bought a new ski suit. Never been a fan of the one-piecers. No. I uh, always find the inseam is never quite right. And it's unforgiving through the uh, the belly area. It totally is. Totally unforgiving. Once you belt that thing, too, forget about it. So I'll never, ne- I'll never wear the one-piece snowsuit, nor will I ever wear the one-piece long john set with the little fanny. Oh, <laughs> no. The little vent door. Does that actually work, that little door? I got... <laughs> I don't want to get all graphic or anything, but it was... Like, is your aim that good? I don't know. I, I don't think the back door really works. That's something from cartoons, isn't it? The full one-piece uh, Long yeah. Johns. They seem more like more hassle than anything. Yeah. Oh, maybe they're cozy on a cold winter's night. But not for me. No, I couldn't pull those off either. Somebody did text and said... Um, oh, where'd it go? <sighs> oh, I have an office in a downtown office building... But I mostly work outside. I've been coming into the office in my 80s one-piece ski suit. I'm hoping the looks I get are jealousy. Um, uh, I don't... I mean, that's best-case scenario, that it's jealousy. I don't know if it's most likely. (laughs) Probably not. I'm guessing it's not. It's the Gunner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Um, As much as I don't like the minus 40 weather, what it does do is it kills a lot of mountain pine beetles. And then that makes Banff and Jasper and the mountains look way better. So 
I like it, but I don't like it. <laughs> so, yay for minus 41? Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, we were talking a while ago about the uh, the 1980s, the one-piece ski suit, and it's kind of made a comeback again. But you have to be a certain person to be able to pull that off. Like, a, a guy that looks like me, I couldn't wear the 1980s Sun Ice one-piece ski suit. It would look ridiculous. But you, you could totally pull that off. Got this text from Francine, who said, I grew up in the 80s. I had a one-piece snowsuit growing up. Ispo brand, if memory serves me correctly. Loved it. Only reason I don't have one now is a because I can't find one for my long legs. I need a 34 inch inseam. If I could, I would rock that suit so hard today if I had it. Well, I hope you can find one one day, Francine. So much talk, too, of the uh, just the brutally cold weather and in particular, our, our city's unhoused. I don't think there's a person alive who's driving to work or school today who's not thinking about people who don't have anywhere to go. It'd be crazy. Can you imagine? I also saw a story on the news last night about uh, newcomers to Canada and this being their first winter experience. And I was driving to work this morning thinking, does anyone know, is there an organization that's collecting warm winter clothing for newcomers? Is there? If so, shoot me a text at 10029. Because that would be just a brutal welcome to Canadian winter. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hang on a second, Bryce. Carmen's on the phone. Okay. Hey. I was thinking about the one-piece snowsuit, and I think the most vital information, I don't know if it's been discussed yet, is the fashion belt. There's no purpose. <laughs> oh, it's just there to <laughs> highlight uh, your flat stomach. And then when Correct. your stomach's not so flat anymore, all that does is draw attention to the fact you don't have a flat stomach anymore. It's just a beacon that says, I should really do some sit-ups. Right. And the other utility of that thing is in spring skiing, when people would take the coat part off and tie the arms around their waist. Yeah. <laughs> Such a look. Well, I think that if you are in your early 20s right now, your dream is to find a vintage 1980s, like a Sun Ice one-piece ski suit. 10 out of 10, that's what you need if oh, you're yeah. in really good shape. Yeah. I think I saw one on Facebook Marketplace yesterday. Reasonably priced, I assume? No, it was like 300 bucks. What? Probably more than what it was brand new. Someone just texted and said, shout out to the lady on 116th Street rocking the purple and blue iridescent one-piece snowsuit. Nice. There we go. I wish I could pull that off. I just wish I could pull it off. Sometimes the one-piecer seems comfortable. Seems yeah. like, you know, you're just like a little cocoon. Mm-hmm. Until you need to get out of that thing in a hurry, if you know what I mean. Yeah, nature calls. And it's late afternoon at the ski chalet, and people's aim has not been real good around the toilet all day. And now you got half <laughs> that thing dragging on the floor. Gross. She made a good point, though, about the when you're skiing and you take off the top half of the one-piece suit. Oh, that's a good look, though. You match that with just walking in ski boots. Oof. How stupid you look doing that. <laughs> It's a good combo. Now, when you're on the skis, though, and coming down the hill with the sleeves tied around your... That's a good look, Bryce. That's a great look. It's right up there with skiing and jeans. The jean skiers. Yeah. Uh, I asked a few minutes ago, is there anyone collecting clothing for, you know, Edmonton's unhoused population? And I also... I saw that news story last night about 
newcomers to Edmonton. Can you imagine? You just get off a plane like two weeks ago, and this is your first taste of winter? Wow. I always think of, um, oh my God, the movie. Oh, the making mo- bobsleds. Oh, the uh, Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. Yeah. Jeez, I blanked on the name of it. Uh, I think there's a scene where they get off the plane in Calgary and they're standing there like, whoa. <laughs> and that's ex- probably exactly what it must be like right now. So all of us somewhere, you've got an old winter jacket, you've got some ski pants, some gloves or whatever. Um, if you could donate those, I asked the question, where can you send that stuff? A couple of people said you can call 211 and they will tell you where you can go drop off your donations. I haven't tried it yet, but is that true? Do you work at 211? Do you know? I'm going to try it. I'm going to find out. It's a good thing to do. Yeah. yeah. If you've got a lot of those leftover coats you don't wear anymore, there are people that could use them, boy. It's Minus a, 41 with the wind chill right now. Well, I, and I said a few minutes ago, too, I don't think anybody driving this morning, You're everybody's thinking about, imagine if you had nowhere to go. Like, imagine what you're, ooh, it'd be brutal. So dig into those closets, dig under the bed, go down the basement, find your, it's got to be in good condition, though. Okay. Maybe you have one of those 80s ski suits, the one-piece ski suit. Somebody could probably make good use of that. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The nation's dogs will be going out of their minds for the next few days. Yeah. Can't take them outside. No. Started yesterday. I couldn't take my guy for a walk. Do you have one of those... uh, By the evening time, he was out of his mind. Yeah. Do you have one of those treadmill dogs? No. No. My friend Chris, who works here at the radio station in our sales department, he's got a treadmill dog. Trained it when it was just a puppy. Yeah, that'd be nice. But no, no treadmill for him. I, I just remember, I think back to when you first got your dog and how you when it got really, really cold. And your dog, it's an Australian Shepherd, right? Yeah. That's a high energy dog. It is indeed. That dog needs to run. And I remember you saying that you would just spend hours sitting on your basement floor throwing a tennis ball at the other wall. Yeah, he still brings me a ball. <laughs> if you need a, here's a dog hack for free. Okay. Get your dog a racquetball. Mm-hmm. They're not dense. They won't cause damage in your house. They're super bouncy and dogs can't break them. They can't break a racquetball? No, they're too strong. The Can ball- you even buy a racquetball anymore? Sure you can, yeah. Do people still play racquetball? Sure they do. I thought they all graduated to squash and no. pickleball. Get yourself a, a thing of racquetballs. It'll okay. game changer. So I can throw that in the house without damaging anything. And it helps. Is he nuts, though? He will be. Yeah. One day was okay. By the time we get to the end of this cold snap, we'll probably want to wring <laughs> each other's necks. I'd like to see your dog do that with non-opposable thumbs. Uh, do people... Where do you go to walk your... I know we talk about this all the time, but there must be places where you can take your dog for a walk inside, right? Yeah, there are some places. Uh, greenhouses typically allow you to bring your dog inside. Are greenhouses even open? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You can go around, walk in around. Um, some Canadian Tires, some Home Depots. Home Sense is usually pretty good hmm. at letting people bring their dogs in. There are some stores. Okay, yeah, somebody just texted. You can take your dog to Canadian Tire. Yeah, you see it every now and again. Hmm. You see them uh, in the stores. And it feels weird. My, I, I'm too embarrassed by my dog to bring him into a store. So really, my, my would... best girl, she handles oh. <laughs> bringing him into a store. Uh, somebody said, my dog won't even poop this morning because it was so cold. Oh, no. And now your dog's going to be home alone? Are you going to come home to a, uh, a surprise later on? 
Is that what that means? I can't imagine. Will he even go out in the backyard quickly if he has to go? Oh, yeah. A lot of dogs don't mind the cold as much as you would think. Uh, There are some breeds that can handle it just fine. But a lot of them, it's just their toes, their nose, and their tails, and their ears that they can't be out there too long. When was the last time you visited a PV Mart? Apparently, you can walk your dog at PV Mart. Yeah. You You should go sometime, Bryce. It's fun to shop with your dog. Yeah. Fun in quotation marks. But it does help. Uh, somebody said, yes, racquetball is still a thing. It's less popular than the other sports, racket sports, but some of us old timers still play. Okay, yeah, racquetball. Great dog toy. Okay. Uncle good. Bryce's words of advice. Get a racquetball. Get a racquetball for your dog. You could also get a racquetball racket and just spank that thing across the basement. Ooh, that might do some damage. Yeah, maybe. Especially with a serve like mine. Oh, yeah. Things like a cannon. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, we got this text. This actually came in the other day, and I've been... Uh, <laughs> we got so busy talking about old-timey hobbies that I forgot to bring this up. But, uh, well, maybe this is a hobby in itself right here. It said, good morning, gents. I'm not sure if this is new information or not. But it was new to me, and it got me pretty excited last weekend. I bought some hamburger buns, and to my delight, the bag had the plastic bread bag clip on the end, not one of those POS cardboard ones. I hope that means soon they will be making a comeback, Andrew. Well, thank you, Andrew. What a blast from the past. Uh, But you know what? Every now and again, does this make me a terrible person? Because that's how I choose a loaf of bread now. So choose the one that still has the plastic tag on it. Yeah, that cardboard little bag holder. That thing sucks. It doesn't. It's not airtight. And I know they're not making, they're probably not making more of those little plastic clips, but I might as well hoard the ones that they are still making. And maybe this is your new hobby because it's my new hobby now too. I collect those plastic bread bag clips. I, uh, my collection it's modest. I have 30 or 40 of them right now. You hang uh, them like uh, old old people hang spoons? Uh, no, I do not display them. Oh. They're in the cutlery drawer in one little section of the uh, the cutlery divider thing. How modest of you. I've got it divided. I've got one little section now uh, devoted just to my pra- plastic bread bag clips. It's one of those things, like, we all know why they made the switch. Yeah. The same way they did with straws. Mm-hmm. I get it. Doesn't mean I have to like it. No. Because the paper straws are garbage. Oh, they are. Those cardboard clips for bags are terrible. But hey, the turtles. The turtles. You got to save those turtles. Oh. And we're doing it. One carb at a time. When I do pick up some drive-thru or something, every now and again, you'll go to a place that will give you a plastic straw. And I feel like I'm smuggling some kind of contraband. You feel like it's prohibition, right? And you just knocked on a a door and they slid open that they saw who you and they gave you a plastic straw. Yeah. That's what it feels like. You feel like a bad boy. When a James Bond villain is like smuggling an atomic bomb somewhere, that's how I feel driving home. That if I get pulled over, oh boy. It's probably weird for the people of Sherwood Park and St. Albert and Leduc to hear us talking about this because do they, I know they, you still get a bag with your fast food. You don't just have to take your hamburger in your hand like you do in the city. Yeah, that's just an Edmonton thing. That's, and I always forget, you go to one of these communities that you could throw a baseball and hit, and uh, they're just living the sweet life out there. I was in Calgary trying to explain, because they don't have it there either. No? So explaining to them about how... Because I saw some videos of people from Calgary who were here for business or something, and yeah. 
they got their McDonald's order on a tray. And they're like, and, what? And they're like, what is going on here? Give me a bag. We have no bags. The turtles, remember? It is confusing. There's a lot of confusing things going on in the guise of mm-hmm. it's good for the environment. And this is why every now and again, you just got to get out of the big city and you got to go to the small towns like Sherwood Park in St. Albert. And you just got to live the life. And have you been in the United States lately? Um, you can still no. get plastic bags down there. Wow. My mind was blown. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.